0: Welcome to a special episode of Kiwi and the Bird, Book Nerds in Session. I'm Taylor. I'm
1: Katie. And in this episode, we're celebrating three years of Kiwi and the Bird. Woo!
0: Woo! Doesn't feel like it.
1: No, it feels both like six months and seven years. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so we're going to be playing some games and more and answering some of your questions along the way.
0: Things will most likely get explicit, so beware. You never know with us. Yeah, sometimes we're really clean, and sometimes we just, like, pack it on. Yeah,
1: sometimes I don't have to swear, then other times I need to. Yeah. (laughs) And we pride ourselves on that. Yeah. And now, on to the show.
0: Now to start things off, we asked our followers online to ask us questions about virtually anything. Us, the podcast, books, etc.
1: We've compiled your wonderful questions here and we'll be answering them throughout the episode. If there were some questions that were similar, we've grouped them together. So question one is from at livinglife.lovingbooks and at valise. They both asked, How did you all meet and how did you decide to do a podcast?
0: Taylor and I met In eighth grade, on the first day of school, Mm -hmm. in our science class because we were seated together. Yep. Yeah. I remember that class really well, actually. We talked about books a lot.
1: (laughs) And look at us now. (laughs) Look at us now. (laughs) But I feel like our friendship really took off in ninth grade when we had yearbook together. Yes. Um, Because Kami was the only person in class who could make uh, an amazing layout.
0: Oh, my gosh. I was... I was editor-in-chief of, uh, well, co-editor-in-chief, but let's be honest, I was editor-in-chief um, of that yearbook, um, of the yearbook staff that year. Um, and I had done yearbook the the previous year, and I hated everybody on that squad except for Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally like, you guys know nothing about anything. You guys can't design for crap. And then Taylor comes, like, literally the only reason Why that year's yearbook was saved was because Taylor came in with her great designs. No, uh,
1: no. Um, Okay, can we talk about your color palette? Thank you. Your color palette saved the yearbook. Okay, but your, like, inky little falcon thing? Please. (laughs) Like, please. Yeah, and then uh, in regards to how we started the podcast or what inspired the podcast, in good old 2020, (laughs) our favorite year. (laughs) Favorite. I think we were just texting and we were talking about books via text, mm-hmm. and then I think we decided we were really entertaining. And are we wrong? <laughs> <laughs> and I we kind of just decided to do a book podcasts, and we got together and we came up with names. And the first name we didn't use because it was already taken. No,
0: okay. Here's this story: Taylor and I had spent like maybe like a month. Yeah, it was podcast like. Our format, the name, like, designing things, whatever. And we were originally going to go – do we say it? Should I say it? I think we did in our, like, last anniversary. We were originally going to be called No Shelf Control because we were, like, that's hilarious, that's a good pun, and we don't have self-control. Great. Um, and, like, we were in, like, the the last parts of, like, planning, and we were about to launch it and then i search in spotify for no shelf control just because i was like oh there's probably not another podcast but then one popped up they had just started their podcast too they had started maybe 2 weeks before we were going to launch and then i like immediately texted her i'm like oh my gosh taylor look at this like they already have this name and then taylor i think kind of went into a little bit of shock <laughs> cuz she was like uh <laughs> Well cuz I was so used cuz we had already practiced like
1: um in like a library at no shelf control shh happens and that was ingrained in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I could not separate myself from that name.
0: <laughs> oh, and we went like we so we the last thing that we did was just trying to come up with a new name. And we had the biggest struggle coming up with another one. Yeah. I think actually your mom was the one that helped us, like, settle it.
1: Yeah. I think she came up with Kiwi and the bird. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah,
1: that's our story. That is our story.
0: Yeah. There's a lot more to it. We just kind of simplified that Yeah, this is like
1: the spark notes (laughs) (laughs) of a long
0: journey. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Our second question comes from at Meep2306. At Nancy Reads and Writes and at ASOLTS27, we'll say. They asked, what is your favorite book or series of all time? And your favorite book series of 2023 so far. We'll we'll do that one first and then we'll get to the other one. Okay. Um, Book or book series of all time? That's an unfair question. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I think I... Th- say that my current favorite book and this has been my favorite book for like the past five years is Eleanor Park (laughs) I freaking love that book I will go back and reread and feel the exact same feelings I feel all the time um but you know what that might change who knows I'll read a book and maybe it'll become even better but like that's not to say that I don't have other books that I really like as for series I mean, I just think about the books that I read as a kid, you know, the nostalgia, like Harry Potter, you can't really beat it. So I might have to say Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry yeah. Potter's a good one. As for favorite book that I read of 2023. Okay, I will go for Orbiting Jupiter. I actually really liked better than the movie. So I'll add that one in. And I'm going to go for. Oh, oh, Ember in the Ashes. Mm hmm. I think I just recently finished, I think I read the third one this year. Mm. So I'll go with that one. I'll go with that series. That's a good one.
1: Yeah, in terms of my favorite (laughs) book or series of all time, I think if there were three book series I had to name as some of the pillars of my personality, (laughs) it would be Harry Potter, (laughs) Percy Jackson, (laughs) And Hunger Games. Yeah, Kimmy nailed it. She was mouthing it. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, those are definitely like my all-time favorites, like have stuck with me throughout my entire life. I mean with Hunger Games it's pretty memorable. <laughs> given the premise.
0: Hey, Pete is such a complex character. We love him.
1: We 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 literally just talked about <laughs> him in a park. <laughs> um, and then in terms of my favorite read of twenty twenty three, it's hard because I think my mind is still in two thousand sixteen yeah <laughs> but okay i'm pretty sure i read this book in 2023 it's going to be the sweetest betrayal by natalie may which is oh. the final book in the kinder poison trilogy and it was so good and i always gush about this book a lot and i recommend it to everyone i know i love that series so read it <laughs> Now, in regards to part two of this question, yes, which is if you were teleported inside the last book you finished, how would you fare?
0: (laughs) So, fun story. We just finished our recording for the our fourth wing episodes, so that's literally the last book I read. I literally finished it at like four o'clock today. (laughs) Um, I would die, either because I am not athletic. Um, I'm a little bit of a sassafras. So, like, me reporting to authority would not work out well, (laughs) Um, as seen by my years in school. Uh, So, I would fare very poorly, I would say. (laughs) I mean, there's a
1: part of me that wants to say I do well, (laughs) but I also don't think it's fair to lie to everyone. Um, I mean, okay, in fairness... Mm -hmm. I'm In a school setting, I'm not a troublemaker. You're not. In fact, I kind of go the opposite way and... You're
0: a goody two-shoes, no offense.
1: No, that's fair. I, I could be a goody three-shoes. <laughs> How
0: many shoes there are, I
1: don't really know. Um, but I also think I would get betrayed very easily. I think I'm too trusting of people, but then also not trusting of them at all. And I think that dynamic is probably what would kill me in the end.
0: No, I think you're very wary of strangers, but then if someone's nice to you, then you'll latch on to them. And that's what will kill you. Yeah,
1: it's... Hope, essentially.
0: <laughs> In short, Taylor and I, would not do well for different reasons. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now, before we answer more, if you're here to unlock level one of the Kiwi and the Bird birthday giveaway, we are now going to announce mine and Taylor's combined tooth truce and a lie. If you guess correctly, you'll be entered into that portion of the giveaway for a chance to win some bookish trinkets.
1: Once we read them, it's up to you to determine which one is a lie. And remember, you only have one guess, and you will submit that guess to at bird on Instagram.
0: And here they are. Number one, Kamy is older than Taylor. Number two, Kamy and Taylor fight over a mannequin, both claiming that he's their boyfriend. Number three, the biggest argument Kamey and Taylor have had is over how to pronounce the word egg and other trivial words. And now let's answer some more
1: questions.
0: Yes. Question number three is from a- Accio Books and Flowers. What's your favorite kind of birthday cake and favorite book to recommend to someone just starting to read again? You know,
1: in my early years, my favorite kind of birthday cake was actually brownies. So everyone would make brownies for my birthday. Then when I got older, it became a like a chocolate toffee pudding cake, ooh, which is really good. Ooh. My mom nails it every single time. Actually, a few years ago, <laughs> because I love this cake so much, my mom made two cakes for me, <laughs> <laughs> and it was gone in two days.
0: <laughs> As is proper.
1: Um, But then recently, this year, we discovered, like, this chocolate velvety cake. It is literally so good and so soft and so decadent. It's because it has four sticks of butter. <laughs> but that one is so good that it might be my new birthday cake.
0: Ooh. Yeah. I guess we'll find out next year.
1: That's true. <laughs> we have a while to <laughs> In terms of my favorite book to recommend to someone just starting to read again, um, I always have a few that I like to suggest. I always like to suggest The Kind of Poison because I think it has a really good balance of romance and adventure and the, world building is is very easy to grasp. So it's not like you're kind of being chucked into a, another world. Um, I always suggest the Inheritance games too. I think the Inheritance games is really good, especially if you like riddles and puzzles and something more contemporary. Uh, I actually just suggested to my aunt uh, for her vacation to read The Kiss of Deception and Heartless. And she loved both. And I would I would definitely always suggest Heartless. Anything I think by Marissa Meyer is always
0: going to be great for a first-time reader. That's true. Yeah. Uh, for me, my birthday cake is typically one of two. It is either a vanilla cake with um buttercream frosting and those ridiculous confetti sprinkles that I'm addicted to, or um I'll have a tres leches cake um, with whipped cream and uh, strawberries rab- raspberries and chocolate chips on top. I I won't say no to an ice cream cake that's mint chocolate, though. <laughs> <laughs> I had that one year, and it was pretty great. I won't lie to you. <laughs> uh, my favorite book to recommend to someone just starting to read again? I mean, whenever I recommend something to people, I actually do that at my job. Because <laughs> I've worked at Barnes & Noble, and I currently work at a library, so that's, like, a pretty big part of my job. Um, I always like to ask people what they have liked to read previously, because mm-hmm. it really gets, like, a sense of, like, what you actually, like, what you're gonna like, because I'm not gonna recommend, like, flowers for Algernon to someone who really likes fantasy, you know? Yeah. That's, that's not, not, not the, that's not the vibe. Yeah. But overall, I notice myself, the people who typically ask me are, the, are, 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 are a certain demographic. Mm. Um, And for them, I usually go with Six of Crows.
1: Mm, That's a really good one.
0: Because I think it has a very, it's a very strong world building, very strong characters, very, very strong characters. And, but it still has like the romance and it's still action packed and it still has a lot of emotions behind it. And so I think that's a really good one to recommend for people. And if people are wanting something a bit more elevated, I usually go with Ember in the Ashes. Our next question comes from at Bailey Mitzi who asked, you ladies love rom-coms. What is your best and worst dating story? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, you want me to go first? Oh, you go first. I mean, okay, here's what you have to know. I have not dated that much. I'm a very reclusive person. My mother comments on it a lot. My worst dating story, the worst date I've ever been on was probably with a guy who had a crush on me for a while, and he asked me on a double date, and, like, it would have been fine, except for the other couple were already, like, a couple couple, and so that was already awkward, and, like, I wasn't, like, really interested in him, I was just kind of like, this is gonna sound really mean, but humoring him. Um, and the date was essentially, like, we made, um, apple pies from scratch at his house first. Which were they good? They were pretty good. I oh. <laughs> <laughs> the apple pies were pretty good. And the other couple's just being, like, super, like, lovey-dovey with each other, and I was just sitting there like, this is really weird. <laughs> I don't like this. Um, and then we went to a skating rink afterwards, and guys, when I, I have no balance when it comes to those things. I cannot skate for shit okay and so he literally had to hold my hand the entire time and but it wasn't like in a cute way because our hand like we couldn't figure out like how to hold hands in a comfortable way and it was super uncomfortable and eventually and the other couple had just like gone away at this point like I'm pretty sure they went somewhere to make out and I was like this I know stop it <laughs> stop it um and so then I was just like yeah I have to go home now that's <laughs> so how dropped me home um And then he later came into my life, and I won't get into that, but that was weird. That's my worst dating story. As for my best dating story, I'm probably going to have to say homecoming. Sophomore year. Junior year. Junior year. Homecoming junior year. Because it wasn't like a date date. It was like a friend date. Because, like, Taylor and I had this kind of, like, group of friends in high school. And everybody had asked, like, everybody in the group. And it was really fun because we kind of, like, all went... On, like, date them um, because we come from a state where you go on day dates. And you probably can guess which one. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forget that's not
1: really a thing. That's not a thing anywhere yeah. else.
0: But, like, we went on those dates, like, we all went to dinner together, and that was honestly one of the best times I've ever had, especially since, like, even though we were one really big group, like, we kind of separated off into, like, littler groups, and me and Tay were together with the other two guys, and we just had a blast. Because, like, we were, like, there are no feelings involved. We're just here to have fun. And we were just, like, laughing and having a good time the whole time. So that's probably one of my best. Yeah, I was
1: actually going to say the same date for Best Date, too. Just because it was also Halloween and October-y, too. We had mm-hmm. gone to, like, a haunted house and a cornfield maze and had ended up at In-N-Out. And so it's just super fun and really lighthearted and But then our dates were still super nice and gentlemanly.
0: Oh, 100%. They were the sweetest guys.
1: Yeah. So it was, like, super respectful, but then, like, we could really be ourselves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then for one of my worst dates, I'd probably say homecoming senior year. Because I had asked this guy who had never gone to a date dance before. And actually, I think it was his first date, too, if I remember correctly. And, you know, when you go on a date dance, you, like, pose together, and you dance together, and, you know, it's actually, like, it it requires some physical contact, but this guy (laughs) refused to touch me in any way, and he would hover his hand outside of my body, so, like, if we were dancing, it's not like he'd put a hand on my waist and on my shoulder, He'd hover his hands above my wasted and shoulder, and he did it for the pictures too. So if you zoom in on the pictures, you'll just see his hands
0: hovering around me. <laughs> so yeah, um, could have been better. Wasn't the worst. Wasn't the worst. It's your worst, but not the worst that we've heard. No, at least there wasn't an anaconda. Yeah, that that was a story. <laughs> that was a story.
1: Now, let's take a brief break with level two of the Kiwi and the Bird birthday giveaway. Kimi and I will now read a Who Am I riddle, where it's up to you to decipher what scene we're talking about. If you guess correctly, you'll be entered into that portion of the giveaway for a chance to win some bookish trinkets.
0: Remember, you only have one guess, and you'll submit that guess to at the Bird on Instagram.
1: Here is the riddle. I am the binder of worlds. A bone that can break. The fastener that lets imagination unfurl.
0: A part of your shelf ready to take.
1: Who am I?
0: I literally don't know this answer. (laughs) Tell me after. (laughs) Good luck figuring it out. (laughs) Now let's answer some more
1: questions. Question number six is from at Jamie underscore Christine 13, and they asked... Name the book whose ending upset you the most.
0: Like, sad, like, like, where I hated the ending where I was like, this is a terrible ending to this book, or, like, that made me sad. Just upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I could get into it. Um, um, uh, the Tiger's Curse series. Oh! Yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, that, ooh, that would make me mad. Mm-hmm. Ooh. One that made me sad though was We Were Liars. Like that ending had me sobbing. Um, Orbiting Jupiter also one that had me sobbing at the end. Um, But a book that made me mad about its ending. Ooh, come back to me on that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, in terms of a book that made me sad, We Were Liars didn't make me sad. I did cry. Yep. Um, Actually, Eleanor and Park made me sad too.
0: Oh, Eh, kind of for me.
1: Um, in terms of one that made me mad, ooh, I remember being really mad at the Divergent ending. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) because when I read it, I was like 15 too, because I think the third book had just come out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you can't just do this to people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The Hawthorne Legacy. Oh, my,
0: yes. (laughs) (laughs) okay, okay. Oh, that one did make me mad I was like stop doing my boy Grayson like this I was like Grayson did not deserve this <laughs> our next question is from at rose underscore m underscore zero two zero and they asked do you buy all your books or do you get a lot of free ones from publishers we do not get them free no that would be wonderful I mean, we've gotten the occasional ARC for author interviews. True. But that's it.
1: That's it. Um, And we are very fortunate to have gotten those ARCs. And it would be amazing prospectively in the future to receive free books. I think that's every bookworm's dream. I would love that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) If we could manifest that. (laughs) But no, any other book that's either purchased for ourselves or for giveaways or things like that are just us purchasing them.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of these, I actually just go to the library to get them because it's free to sign up for your library. <laughs> just pointing that out there. True. I mean, you do have to, like, turn the books in and, like, keep them nice, but, like, it's not that hard.
1: It's Just be responsible. That's all okay. you got to do. Okay?
0: <laughs> that's all you got to do.
1: But that's why any donations or even just listening to the podcast or things like that really help us out, and we really appreciate it.
0: No, yeah, we can do what we do because of money. <laughs>
1: money can't buy happiness. False.
0: <laughs> it buys everything else. <laughs> it literally buys. <laughs> <laughs> for our final challenge, here's level three of the Kiwi and the Bird birthday giveaway. Taylor and I will read trivia questions about the Throne of Glass and A Court of Thorns and Roses. Answer all these questions correctly and you'll be entered into that portion of the giveaway for a chance to win a custom dust jacket.
1: Now, of course, you only have one guess for each question, and you'll submit those guesses to at the Bird on Instagram. The first trivia question is, from Throne of Glass, what are the seven countries that make up Irelia?
0: Our final trivia question is, for A Court of Thorns and Roses, what streaming channel is adapting the series as of 2023?
1: For our last follower question, we have a possum. Pun. <laughs> Submission from at Maximus Prime 743. If you could be a dog, what breed would you be? And what would you be terrible for when getting groomed?
0: You are asking a really great person <laughs> and a really terrible person. Because Taylor loves dogs. Taylor knows all about dogs. Taylor has a lot of dogs. Kamey <laughs> grew up with one dog in her life, and we mutually tolerated each other. So my knowledge is basically zip. So um, I'm going to see what you say, oh, okay. and then I'm going to follow suit. <laughs> Ooh, in regards
1: to what dog breed, I mean, I want to say like husky because I want to kind of be cool like a wolf. But I know at my heart <laughs> that I am a lap dog. <laughs> so probably like a Maltese or a little poodle. And it's not, well, I mean, I do <laughs> have those dog breeds, so I'm a little biased. <laughs> <laughs> um, in regard to what would I be terrible for when getting groomed, for sure my paws. Because we actually groom our own dogs. And doing the paws is like easily one of the hardest parts of the process. And also, it just doesn't seem pleasant for anyone involved, so if someone was trying to do my paws, I would kick, bark, poop, um, and kind of do whatever necessary.
0: Canine unit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to answer one part of that question, and then I'm going to let Taylor answer the other part of the question Is it what me. dog breed you are? Yeah. <laughs> 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 As for what I would be terrible at for like when getting groomed, I feel like ears would be a thing for me. I don't like when people touch my ears. <laughs> you know that's fair. That's. <laughs> I have this, here's the thing. I recently got another piercing on both of my ears from one of my older sisters because I have two older sisters that used to work at ear piecing places when they were teenagers. Um, and I'm very grateful that they did it for me. Like they were like my sister. She was very precise about it. And I'm like, I've always wanted to do it. But I also realized I really hate it when people touch my ears. I was just like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> like it was necessary for what I wanted. Yeah.
1: So probably ears. And then in terms of what dog breed
0: you are. Yeah.
1: Like you could not come to a worse person. this question. <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking of one particular person's dogs that we know in our life. And he has Shih Tzus. I would be a Shih Tzu Uh, because they're so sweet and nice and they make everyone happy. Okay, but what's a sassy dog? A (laughs) sassy. Well, really, any dog can be sassy. Actually, smaller dog breeds, I do feel like tend to be sassier, though. I'm a Shih Tzu. Who knew? (laughs) Who (laughs) knew?
0: Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast and for being a part of Kiwi and the Bird. We can't believe that the podcast is already three years old. We are so grateful for the opportunity to share our love for books, amongst a lot of other things, (laughs) (laughs) with you all. And we truly appreciate your kindness and support. We hope to keep growing and to keep sharing our love for books.
1: And we, again, cannot thank you all enough for being on the journey with us, whether that's online or on the podcast. You all mean so much to us, and we're so excited to have our Little Bookstagram family.
0: And And remember, remember, like a a library, at Kiwi the the Bird, bird, shh happens.